It's time for an episode of Five Favorites on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And it's been a while, maybe our first time for the new year, a category of Five Favorites. I'm excited to roll into this one, man. There were so many great influential female singers in the 70s on both sides of the pond all over the world. And we decided to narrow it down to five favorite American female singers of the 70s. And that, too, a challenge for myself. I don't know about you, but it was yeah. a challenge for me as well. Yeah, to narrow it down and then think about it for a bit. Oh, wait a minute. What about her or this one? Or, oh, I forgot this one. That kept happening. Absolutely. And I know there's going to be at least a dozen that we leave off the list that we absolutely should not leave off the list because there are so many great ones. But I was going back to my childhood at times and the uh, female artists that we listened to a lot in our house and how that carried forward. And then learning about some of the other ones as I got older or hearing some of the other ones in the 70s as well, you know, as we got older. So a lot to choose from. Well, as in the 60s, pop music was in fuego and rock music started to kick in with a lot of women starting to make their mark in the 1970s, Marcus. Hey, this episode of the podcast, as always, brought to you by our friends at Crooked Eye Brewery in the uh, throes of the celebration of 10 years, partying right there in Hapro with uh, the cool brews and a cool crew, always a great place to make friends at Crooked Eye Brewery in Hapro, Pennsylvania. And whenever we do an episode of Five Favorites, we turn our gaze to Vegas. And what kind of an indicator are they giving us on the over-under kind of thing? They said that after having done the algorithms of listening to past episodes, they think that there's a good chance that we could have quite a few in common, and they're going with 2.5. Oh, they're splitting it right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Pussies. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. All right, if it's 2.5, I'm going under. I only think we'll have one in common and no matches. Interesting. I am actually going to go over and go with three. Ooh, definite split here in the uh, Vegas section of this episode of Five Favorites. Uh, let's flip that coin you have in your hand there, man. Heads. And heads it is. That means you go first. In this episode of Five Favorites, American Women Singers of the 1970s. My number five is a woman that we've talked about many times. Her songs, her band songs have resonated deeply with both of us as well as bazillions of people across the globe. The White Witch.
What a songwriter. What a voice. Her songs connected with so many people at such a deep level. Her songs from the 70s really connected with a lot of people. And I'm talking about Stevie Nicks at number five. Amazing. Hmm. It's one of those that I wasn't sure what to do with because I always put her and Chrissy together. All right. I guess we'll see as we roll on. All righty, Ray. That means you're number five. She and her husband, Jerry, were famous songwriters long before she ever went solo at Lou Adler's advice and broke out with Tapestry. I'm talking about my number five, Feel the Earth Move for Carol King. I can't stand. Can't argue with that one. She's a musician whose songs and albums have been played in our house. Forever, man. Absolutely. All through the 70s and 80s. Still here on the radio once in a while. And I still play her songs. They're amazing. All of them. My number four is one that me and your dad both love because not only was she a great singer, had great songs, whatever the source, but she was also hot in a pair of hot pants on roller skates, I'm talking about the one and only Linda Ronstadt, number four in my five favorites. are incorrect we actually have a match because what? my number four is exactly the same An amazing voice. She sang great songs. I mean, when will I be loved? You're no good. Will you love me tomorrow? Heat wave, her version of it. That'll be the day. I mean, she just sang great songs and did it well through the 70s. And she was a staple in rock radio. She was a staple on our road trips as well. Her cassettes were played on our car rides. Linda Ronsat, my number four also. 
A double dinger in the early going here on this episode of Five Favorites. Now, does that mean it's time for your number three or mine? My number three. Do tell, sir, at number three, who you got? I've got a woman who was equally, if not more important than many of the men in the 70s CBGB scene. The women made such a huge noise in that movement. And deserve all of the credit that they should get for their part in that whole scene in New York City. Blondie was post-punk before there was post-punk. They were new wave before there was new wave. They were amazing, and even though they recorded albums in the late 70s, those albums were spun at my house a ton. Debbie Harry, number three, absolutely amazing. What about your number three, Ray? And then we get a break. You got to go back to when Carole King was starting for the beginning of Bonnie Raitt's career. But there through the 1970s, she grew and grew her presence incredible even though she'd have even bigger commercial success in the late 80s and early 90s in the 70s every album got better incredible songs unbelievable players behind her bonnie ray number three for me And so, I was wrong on one thing, and I might be right on the other. Wrong that we wouldn't have a match there at number four. We matched. Completely. So we got a one going into the break here on this episode of Five Favorites. And you know, it's not easy because even though it's only one decade, the 70s was such a fertile period for music in all genres and areas. And it's really tough to pick just five. So we'll do the honorable mentions and the twos and the ones after this. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. It's always good to have the things we know and love so much near at hand to help us as we forge forward, right? Absolutely. And new beers and good beers from Crooked Eye are a great way to ring in and celebrate. I can see that you see where I'm going, bro. <laughs> Talking about Crooked Eye Brewery in the heart of Hapro, you got to go in and hear the music, hear the band, feel the band, including the Crooked Eye Band every second Saturday. The brews, yes, but also the Salty Vets Barbecue. So delicious. Those fall off the bone ribs, everything. Matt's got this meatloaf thing he was working on the other night. I'm going in just to have a platter. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. So now you can go in and enjoy the full package, including great music, which you always get when you go in. Follow them on Facebook and stay in touch that way and find out what the latest things that are going on, including the latest brews. I had a couple of those when I was in the other night. Right in the heart of Hatboro Crooked Eye Brewery. And thank you for being a partner of the podcast, The Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. And once again, congratulations to Crooked Eye Brewery celebrating their 10th anniversary here in the month of February. We're celebrating our 5th anniversary with an episode we're calling the 5 and 10 for our 5th and their 10th together. It seems we've been together forever, almost since the beginning with Crooked Eye, right? Yep. Hey, Ray, uh, let's recap your five, Carol King, your number four, Linda Ronstadt, and your number three, Bonnie Raitt. That's right, a double dinger on Linda Ronstadt at four. Your number five was Stevie Nicks, Linda at four, and Debbie Harry at three. And remind me, I was the under at one, and you're at the over at three, right? Correct, Amundo. <laughs> so far... If it stands, I would extend my short winning streak. Or would it become a winning streak when you win two in a row? I don't know. Who cares, right? On an episode of five, Uh, Your number two, sir, 
At number two, Ray, I had her records and 45s as a child in the 70s. Listened to her music continually through the 80s and 90s. And even today, we've talked about her many times. She has a magnificent voice. Between her Supremes catalog and her solo work in the 70s, she is a force to be reckoned with, one of the greatest. And I'm talking about Diana Ross, a pure, natural, powerful, real deal vocalist. Just amazing. She'd probably be in my top one, two, three if this was American women singers of the 60s. Uh, but in the 70s, not so much for me as much as she was. But I get why she's your number two. All righty, Ray, it's time for your number two. When you start talking about Diana, at first I thought you were talking about Aretha. And I thought we were going to have a double-double dinger. That's right, my number two. The Queen of Soul had an amazing run into the 70s. Think about it, listen to it, Aretha Franklin. that moment since we are still going at one and one match hmm. what is your number one she was just honored at the grammys putting on an amazing performance a generational shift with her music at the core of it that's what's been going on with joni mitchell these last few years After falling ill, she's taken her place where she should have been all along. 
sometimes the body gets in the way. Joni Mitchell, the 1970s. Well, we talked about it a little bit on our episode about, you know, the album's turning 50. She was a dominant force, musically and otherwise, out there in Laurel Canyon. My number one, Joni Mitchell. Amazing. And what she did at the Grammys was absolutely incredible. And what a comeback for her. A superhero, a super queen of rock and roll for sure. You're right. You're right. She's a superhero, Marcus. And you're number one, sir, atop your list of the five favorite American women singers in your world in the 1970s. Her album Tapestry was an absolute regular in our house as well. Played all the time. I still love that album. Still play songs from it today. Have never stopped listening to it. Have never stopped listening to Carol King's music. Again, that album Tapestry so important to me and my developmental years. And Joni Mitchell sang backing vocals on Will You Love Me Tomorrow. Not only that, you also had a bunch of other albums like Rhymes and Reasons, which was another one that my parents really loved and would listen to. She also collaborated with Maurice Sendak in 1975 for the kids' album that went with animation called Really Rosie, and it is a great album, one that I still adore and one that was uh, fun for us to listen to as kids, and still we got that Carol King feel. my number one of the 70s just amazing still is that's mm-hmm. the cool part she's still amazing yep so we have two in common you had three i had one vegas almost hits it on the nose yep and so nobody scores there so i guess we just kind of take our lumps enjoy that whole little fun game mm-hmm. as we always play we always say it's like a, a game show gonna miss you know, an imbalanced rock and roll game show here whenever we do an episode of Five Favorites on the podcast. We almost had another one in common with Stevie Nicks, and I was initially putting her together with Chris, and then I realized, oh no, Chris is British. 
-hmm. the crossing of those, the American and British streams, the thing we talked about in the episode about Fleetwood Mac, it was the chemistry change that made everything so great. But Stevie, the big one there, and I know you love her too. Oh, absolutely. Can't say enough about Chaka Khan and Rufus, man. They were on Top 40, Funk Radio, you name it, they were on it. And uh, really, man, stuck in my head forever. Chaka Khan. Just as I was getting set to go to college, the Wilson sisters featuring this amazing voice, Ann Wilson. Sure, they sang together, but it was Annie, Dreamboat Annie. And that's where it started for me and millions of other people. When you were talking about Debbie Harry, I thought you were going to go Patti Smith. Her vocals and her style inside punk, also distinctive and different in the same way that Debbie and, and Blondie was. I think of Carol King, and I automatically also think of Carly Simon. And there's a reason for that. Amazing in the fabric of the 70s, the music, the albums that she made. You sing the soul like two birds through the clouds. But soon you'll cage me on your shelf. I'll mention Dionne Warwick for my mom, because she loved her. Her music, her voice, and her style, even now, is grand. And those are my honorable mentions, bro Hain. What you got? Anna Nancy Wilson, Heart, in the beginning of my rock radio days, was a band that I heard on the regular. Roberta Flack, Gladys Knight, two female musicians that I listened to all the time. Those records were playing in our house. Joni Mitchell, of course, Olivia Newton-John, Aretha Franklin, Carly Simon, without a doubt, Shaka and Rufus, Dolly Parton, too. Oh, and like Crystal Gale and some of those country singers were part of our house, too. You know, in those days, not unlike the Grammys that just happened here in 2024, the women can take over a thing. The categories and the awards and the number of new women making their voices heard and felt. Really impressive, man. Tells you music's not going anywhere. We just got to go with the flow, bro. You got that right. Another fun episode of Five Favorites. It's unusual to have it be like right between our picks, but that happens too. Feel free to chime in with your five favorites at imbalancedhistory at gmail.com. That's our inbox, always open. Don't be afraid. Don't forget to tag us and find us on social media. Just search 
imbalanced history wherever you're on your social media platforms out there in the universe. Till the next time that we crack the mics here at Dark Doc Media, signing off for this episode of Five Favorites, I'm Ray Coob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And this is the imbalanced history of rock and roll. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.